And welcome to another episode of Dakalicious. I'm Casey. And I'm Leah. And today we have a very big hot topic for you. We do. We're talking about staying friends with exes. Hmm. <laughs> We're opening up that can of worms. Yes, we are. But before we get into that, Leah, how gay was your day? So I'm actually back working at La Recyclery, which we all know to be one of the queerest places in Paris. Yeah. So... I was there for the majority of my day, so I'd say already pretty gay. And then I went to your house. And mm-hmm. oh no, actually, when I was at La Recyclerie, okay, I mean, I would say this is pretty gay, but like I attract all of the pussycats. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have this cat. It's not officially the cat of Larry Sicari, but it is like this cat that just comes in and like knows everyone and we know her to be Mati. Mm-hmm. And um Mati apparently just loves me. Like salivates she when she sits on my lap. Oh my god. No joke. Like no joke. I mean it's Pussy not just it's, it's, <laughs> Pussies just sit on my lap and salivate. <laughs> I hope my mum's not listening to it. What an incredible sentence. Thank you. So you had some salivating pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I'm going to say my day was pretty gay. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to say a good nine out of, no, eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. Okay. All right. Thanks, Matty. Yeah. Thanks, Matty. Can you beat that? How gay was your day? Not that it's a competition. I mean, it's really not because we do hope for like 10 out of 10 gay days for, for everyone. Yes, for you and we for love me to and spread the, the queer, the gay days. Yeah, like listener, how gay was your day? What's been happening? Tell us. Tell us. What's Any pussy salivating on your laps? I hope so. For your sake, I hope so. <laughs> for the pussy's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone in quite me? a direction. <laughs> anyway, how gay was my day? Look. My day has been quite incredible, to be honest. It has. Because after much stress and, I mean, hard work on my my part, I'm going to say. Obviously, yeah. I, like, my voice is going up two octaves already. (laughs) That's how we know it's been a gay day. But, okay, look, here we are. I got tickets to Taylor Swift. I successfully purchased some not stupidly expensive tickets. Yeah, all right. But, you know, like Taylor Swift, queer, debatable, probably not, probably not, but potentially. Potentially ally? Yeah, definitely ally. And obviously the audience is going to be very queer. So, And could you just tell the listener how long you've been (laughs) trying to get these tickets and how many days exactly that you've been waiting on this website at 9am or sorry quarter to eight, as you put it, Ellie? 8.45. Thank you very much. Look, it is a little bit of a look. All right, look, I'm a little bit embarrassed because her ticket prices are stupidly expensive and I don't believe in <laughs> giving more money to the rich. Of but, course. No, no, no. We don't like to do that. But sometimes you do have to shake it off, you know. Shake it off and uh, throw and, away the money. But you know what actually did make my day gayer? So after my Taylor Swift excitement. <laughs> You're feeling pretty good, I bet. Feeling like absolutely thrilled to bits. <laughs> Gonna sound like such a wanker. So after the Taylor Swift success, I went out for a little walk. I was also today. I was also expecting a package, which hadn't arrived yet. It wasn't in my letterbox. So I was leaving my apartment, and there was a postman downstairs. Anyway, I kind of looked at him, and I was like, "Hmm, I bet he has my package." So okay, so it's going to be in my letterbox when I get back. Nice. And then I ran my errands, I came back from my neighborhood walk. And as I was getting close to my apartment, I realized that I had a missed call and that it was from like, it was just like a generic message bank. So I couldn't speak to the driver, but essentially I had missed the package. I was very upset. And then I heard someone calling from behind. He was like, 
doing like a polite run after me and he was like oh excuse me ma'am um are you Casey and I was like yes and he's like I have a package for you I've got a package for you (laughs) (laughs) but it was like when I had passed him I had thought I bet he has my delivery (laughs) (laughs) and he looked at me and he was like I bet she's waiting for the fact that somebody can just see you in the street and assume that they've got your package it was just like a meeting of the minds it's honestly it really is without all of the laughter in between it is quite an incredible story the package was this outfit that i'm wearing tonight which is like a lavender denim it's a basically a lavender texan tuxedo (laughs) excuse me um lavender texan tuxedo oh that's actually very hard to say it suits you whatever it is okay yeah thanks anyway the (laughs) package looks great (laughs) package was well received (laughs) it's been an incredible day well that sounds like a very gay day thanks for sharing yeah no worries i'm sure our listeners are very very happy with that speaking of because we were talking about the listener how gay is your day Feel free to take a pause at this particular moment and just reflect a little bit on how gay your day was. Yeah. What can you do to make your day gayer? Yeah. Now put a little bit of music. I feel like that should be the music. All right, done. Now that we've teased you, got the pussy salivating on your lap. And packages. Packages being well received, may I add. Casey. Yeah. How... Do you feel about being friends with your exes? Okay, so, I mean, obviously a bit of a sensitive topic. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And also, I guess there's a lot of nuance in every, like, every relationship slash hookup has its own nuances. Mm. So, like, some people are probably more worth staying in touch with than others. (laughs) You wow. can say that. You can say whatever you want. This is a my personal free opinion. Free podcast. <laughs> I think I like the idea of staying friends with your exes. It feels like a mature way to be able to exit a relationship and also recognize that, okay, that person wasn't the right partner moving forward, but they're not like a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, like you spend time in a relationship building a friendship, hopefully, building a good connection and... I think it's not always necessary to completely cut that out. Yeah, I agree. Okay. But it also depends, like, I think it also kind of is important to establish with yourself as well as with this person what your boundaries are. Like, it's good to be clear about what you want from a friendship with an ex and what they want Mm. and make sure that you're on the same page so that you're not, like, breaking any more hearts. Or re-breaking the hearts or being re-broken. Yeah, so anyway, like, I don't know. I like the idea of it. Let's just say that. Okay. Are you currently friends with any of your exes? I'm on good speaking terms. Okay. But I'm not in a situation where, like, if something's going wrong, I would call them. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What about you? How do you feel about being friends with your exes? How do I feel? I mean, a lot of what you said really resonated with me. I do think that it's a very mature kind of way of breaking up, like continuing to be friends. I also agree with the fact that, yeah, you do form these, like, I mean, at first, I think the base to any relationship, like where I start my relationships are with like a friendship and like with a certain amount or a certain, I guess, level of friendship. And so at one point, even though you broke up with them, I think providing that you don't break up with them on bad terms, like because somebody cheated or something bad happened or whatever, that like at one point you did have that connection on like a friendship level. Hmm. Like there are definitely things that you liked about that person at some stage, you know, like there's, there is a big connection there as just a friendship as well. And it's, I think for me, like the thing is, is that I don't want to lose that because I really like certain things about certain people. And I Mm -hmm. like the fact that not everybody and all of my friends are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And so when I do leave an ex or I do break up with an ex, I still want to continue that friendship, providing obviously that we're on good terms and stuff. But I do want to still continue that friendship because actually I really like those kind of things and Mm. those traits 
uh, about that person mm. that that person has. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm personally all for being friends with my exes. I think that it's also a good thing because it shows your next partner mm-hmm. that you can leave a relationship and still be on good terms with that person. Hmm. Interesting that you say that because I don't find that a particularly exciting prospect, but I think it does show people that you're like, can be in a relationship and respect the person that you're dating. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not necessarily excited to date somebody who's friends with all their exes. I mean, I, there doesn't need to be some sort of excitement there, you know, like, it also really depends on the person, I think, mm. as well. Because, like, I don't know, like, I'm friends with a lot of my exes. Mm. What I mean by that is I think that it just shows that I'm the kind of person that's not going to be, like, when we broke up, like, fuck you, I hate you, I never want to speak to you again. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I think for the next person, that can be quite nice mm-hmm. to know. It's kind of like when you see your girlfriend and the way that they speak to their mum. Mm. And the way that they treat their mum, and you know that if they're going to treat their mum with respect, et cetera, et cetera, they're more than likely going to treat you that way. Mm-hmm. And by not bitching or talking negatively about your ex, mm-hmm. whether that be because you're friends with them or because you're just on a like on good terms, mm-hmm. I think that says quite a lot about the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously that's my opinion, whatever. Um, and as I just stated about a hundred times I am still friends with a lot of my exes yeah no I think that makes sense as well like it does say a lot about a person as to how they talk about the people that they've dated in the past Mm. and how they treat them as well like obviously it's a bit of a red flag if somebody's like all my exes are absolute assholes and like but yeah, because it means like what one thing have they got in common and that one thing is you, that means you are <laughs> also, you know, you know what I mean? Or like, or also you're only getting like one side of the story, same thing, but yeah. Assholes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. There are a lot of assholes in this world. And I guess as well, like, I wonder if it is particular to queer relationships. I mean, I guess for you, I'm assuming that the, the ex that you stay friends with are significant were significant people at different points in your life and um I mean yeah like I guess I obviously have had quite a few relationships as we heard from uh series one at the first episode they're coming out because obviously when I was younger I had a lot of quite big uh relationships or they felt very big for me Mm. and now that I'm looking back on them I'm like not at all but I don't really keep in contact with them However, most of my exes I do speak to from time to time and I do like send a little message and like I hope that they're doing really well and Mm. I'm hoping that they're thinking the same for me and stuff, you know, like it's all very nice. And then, yeah, so significant or like recent exes or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm still quite good friends with quite a lot of, yeah, people that I've had something with um whether that be like a little fling or a relationship I do try to keep like not necessarily keep in touch but like if I like their personality which most of the time I do because I probably won't sleep with you if I don't like your personality Mm -hmm. but most of the time I would like at least try to be like civil and and be nice and friendly and stuff yeah I mean I think it's a nice part of the queer community that we're able to kind of maintain friendships because you hear like I feel like when I was growing up with the stories that I was hearing or the media that I was consuming the general narrative is that like if in a hetero environment Mm. if your boyfriend or girlfriend is friends with their exes then it's a red flag and it's dangerous and it's not good it's because they haven't closed the door romantically or like there's yeah. still emotional ties and you know you should go harder for them to let go yeah like you should be jealous yeah and I think when I started queer dating I had a bit of a hard time like adjusting that mindset well yeah you have to fucking adjust it a lot as well yeah <laughs> I feel like le- most lesbians are definitely I mean that's a hundred percent a stereotype but it is also quite true mm. that lesbians are very good friends with their exes yeah um so yeah you must have had to adjust to that pretty fucking fast yeah it was a bit of a mindfuck um but I do also think like some lesbians are too close with their exes like 100% let go. yeah like I mean 
when I say I'm friends with my exes, I mean like, you know, we'll have a chat. We can still be having an emotional connection of just that person knows me pretty well. You mm. know, like I went through a lot with that person maybe or this happened and that happened and whatever. And actually, I want to keep that relationship because mm. I like the... I like the balance of the relationship. Mm -hmm. And some people definitely, I mean, in the queer community, definitely take it way too far. Yeah. Sometimes I think there's like a thin line between a mature way of staying friends with your exes and then just hanging on to people that you didn't really want to let go of in the first place. Mm. 100% all. Yeah, that you were scared to let go of because you didn't want to be alone or that kind of thing. Mm. So that's how you feel about your exes. And that's how you feel about yours. Mm. Yes, yes. So where does Thank that leave you. us now? Well, how do you feel about being friends with your girlfriend's exes? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I want to answer this question. Uh, so how do I feel about being friends with my current girlfriend's exes? I'm not going to lie. It's a bit weird because I'm not in this situation right now. And I haven't really ever been in this situation. I've never been in this situation. Like, I, it's never been the tables have been turned. Oh, so it's always you. Like it's always me that I'm that bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, it's me. Oh my god, I'm the problem. So I w I'm not. Hmm. I'm. I think I'm going to learn a lot about myself uh, from this episode. But like, I don't feel like I'm super, super jealous. Like, if I can trust my partner, hmm. then. I'm good. Like, mm -hmm. I don't need to, like, I know that if they're friends with their exes, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Maybe there will be times where I'll be like, having a, be having a bad day and I'll be like, oh my God. And I'll just overthink it for five minutes. But mm. I think I've learned that the way to get through that is like communicate communication mm -hmm. and just like explaining how you feel, why you feel like that. And then being able to have like an open conversation about it. Mm. And I feel like in certain situations when you don't feel safe or you don't feel like you're being kind of put before the ex, then I guess that that could also make you feel very uncomfortable. But again, I've like, I've never really been in that kind of situation. So I can't, I mean, it wouldn't be my favorite thing. That's for sure. And it's not like I would prefer a relationship with or without that. But, like, I think I would be okay. Okay. But it depends on how deep that friendship goes. Mm -hmm. Like, if they were inseparable and it was, like, those, those lesbians that take it too far and, like, sleep in the same bed and, like, still share the cat and still do this and still do that, and blah, 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 then I'd be like, okay, like, this is a bit weird. Mm. You know? Mm. I mean... Sense? Yeah, but if you have joint custody of your pet, no, 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 no judgment because, like, it's basically the child, you know. 100% agreed, but, like, when you're, like, sleeping over and you're just being like, oh, yeah, we wanted to spend a night with him together because, like, he misses it. Though that kind of shit. Like, I've heard stories about this. Tumblr. Yeah, people do weird shit. Yeah, man. No judgment. Um, you do you. But no, no, no. Absolutely no judgment. Just please don't date me and then continue to be friends with your ex. Yeah. If it's weird. <laughs> yeah, nothing to that. Setting boundaries, guys. Boundaries is a is an important thing to set. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got to have it present in there, in your life. Like, boundaries need to be present in everybody's lives. Yeah. Reasonable, this is something that we're learning in 2023, is it not? Yeah. I'm learning to set boundaries in 2023. Okay, good. Good. That's a good lesson to learn. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure that everyone's taking care of themselves, okay? Okay. Good. All right. But on that note, uh, how would you feel? <laughs> how would I feel about being friends with my girlfriend's exes? I feel like this is a close to heart topic. Okay. Mm. Tell me yes. about that. Well, let's see. Yeah, look, I agree. I think it depends on what the friendship looks like. It's kind of... It does make a difference on how it's going to feel hanging out with that person or those people. Oh, you have to hang out with them as well. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, so I have like in a previous relationship, I was with somebody who was very close with um, all of her exes mm. and said a lot of good things about her exes, which on the surface is great. Okay. But well, I think like 
in my early years of being queer, like I said, it was kind of difficult to adjust the mindset of not feeling threatened by exes Mm. and kind of like managing the jealousy that I was feeling without coming across as like controlling or like yeah I understand what you mean yeah it's hard to articulate those feelings without sounding controlling 100% I completely agree with that yeah I understand what you mean like I think another way of what you're trying to say is just like yeah like when you tell somebody like oh I'm not really comfortable doing that it just comes across as like being jealous which it not always is. Which, yeah, like, exactly. hundred percent. Like sometimes you are just uncomfortable because of certain like things that are within that kind of like within that certain um, within that dynamic. Thank, thank you. you. Within that dynamic, like it's not always, you know, like it's these kind of things that go through your mind mm. when you're like feeling insecure or not really 100 percent, like you go directly to like the worst possible kind of thing yeah and like why are they still friends like it must have been a pretty fucking special connection or just a really good fuck or a really good fuck but why do you need to be yeah but yeah are you gonna you're not gonna fuck her again so like why does the fuck matter yeah 100 percent. i get you i think it's hard to acknowledge that this is a valid feeling without letting it take over the situation 100%. So I guess it depends a lot on how, like how your girlfriend treats you when she's around her ex. 100%. And also how much she notices that maybe you're uncomfortable with the situation and also tries to reassure you and tries to like, yeah, yeah, to be there and to be like, you know, like there's nothing that's blah, 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 blah. Like it's just this and this and this. And why do you feel like that? And try to like open up the communication. As I said before, like the communication is something that's so important, especially when you're friends with your exes. Yeah. Or when anyone in that relationship is friends with exes or not even exes, but like people that they've slept with or have been romantically involved with. Like communication, guys, it's key. And it's also like, I think it's also good to like check in with your girlfriend. Mm if she wants to hang out with your ex and also afterwards like was that okay for you did you did you enjoy that yeah do you want to do it again if you don't no problem okay cool like if if that makes you uncomfortable we don't need to do that again I won't put you in that situation again like it's the reassurance and the like yeah by the reassurance and just like making you feel like you are the number one priority there and Mm. not the ex because you're no longer in that relationship. And so if they're in that, this relationship with you, then yeah, you need to be put first. I also feel like there should be a limit on the amount of times that you go to dinner with your ex, because like, I mean, you know, if it's like once every blue moon, it's all right. You know that we can do it. We get it out of the way. It's like a once a two year thing cool mm-hmm. catch up nice mm-hmm. if it's every fucking weekend it's a different story that's something else that i would like to to talk about actually is just bear in mind like when you do go out and you are having dinner or you're introducing your ex to your new partner or whatever the fuck the situation is but when your new partner is in the same vicinity as your old like as mm-hmm. your ex or with friends or whatever it is like mm. in fact in special especially with friends because like you can hear what everybody's saying Mm. and you also need to be checking in on your partner to make sure that they are comfortable and feeling like okay in this and so Mm. if I feel like if the topic changes to like oh can you remember when you did this and when you did that and oh how much fun did we have when we went here and here and here Mm. you also need to like kind of read the room a little bit and be like hold on this is kind of a dick move like don't Mm. talk about that for so long and you Mm. just would kind of butt in at least if it was me I would butt in and just change the conversation because that's not going to make your partner feel very valid and very comfortable and that's not something that you want if you want to continue the relationship with your ex Mm. right yeah for sure like it's just awkward I mean because what's your partner going to say or like oh my god wow that sounds like you had so much fun yeah like I think the problem that I have or have had in the past is when I've introduced my partner to like my group of friends and they've known my ex but they don't ask very many questions mm. but I haven't had that 
on my side, but I've had that where I've been introduced to my partner's mm. friends. Mm. And this is just friends. This isn't necessarily exes, but like I've been introduced to my partner's friends and they haven't asked me any questions at all. And it's like, they just do not give a fuck. And it's yeah, like, this is harsh. that. I mean, that makes it super awkward, but also it is your friend. So you can't really be like, guys, like what the fuck, you know? Like, yeah, like pay attention to my Yeah, partner. like, can you just like ask her some fucking questions and make her feel valid? Like, that's all she wants. Two questions, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> like, no problem, you know? But like, when you don't get that kind of reassurance, especially from the friends that know your ex, that know, like, yeah, that know your ex really, really well. Yeah. It feels really shit. Like, yeah. because you're just kind of like, cool like that's nice you really give a fuck and clearly you really liked the other person and maybe I'm not as good you know and then I think that that's at least for me that's where I start to spiral yeah especially like especially when you're in a social setting with a group of people that you're not that close with nobody's talking to you it's a fantastic mm. opportunity for you to like spiral through all your insecurities. Yeah. And just like completely blank out while you're there. And then somebody calls your name because they finally want to ask you a fucking question. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Sorry. Can you, can you just repeat that? Especially in a different language. Oh, in a different language. It's so because also it takes a lot of energy sometimes to just listen to French people or to like people I mean, that speak like a, a second different language. The, 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 it is definitely the second language. Like it yeah. takes so much energy to concentrate on that particular language that you're like also spiraling at the same time and you're just kind of like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Hmm. and obviously not paying as much attention to the French or to the second language as you should be and so then you miss a lot of things and, and it's just lost. yeah but it's I guess it comes nice back feeling. to the communication like in that scenario it's not like anybody is the bad person in that scenario but mm. it's kind of like on your partner if she's brought you to this event it's kind of her responsibility to check in with you, make sure yeah. you're having a good time and also like include you in the conversation. Maybe translate something once in a while. 100%. Or just, or just like, be like, are you catching up? Like, are you good? Is there anything like, do you want to take a break? Should we go and get a drink? Like have some. Yeah. Like, are you having like, a good time? Yeah, man. Like, I feel like, God, like we must be such perfect girlfriends because like, <laughs> Clearly, with all of this communication, like, we just know what we're doing. Let's talk about everything. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you've just, you've really got to communicate, guys. Okay? If you learn one thing from this podcast. Communicate. Communicate. Yeah. Communicate, please. Receive the package well. And take the package as it comes. Yeah. I mean, do you know why we are such good friends? I think it's because we communicate a lot. <laughs> Let's take a pause in the podcast just to take two seconds just to think about why we're valid today. You're doing a great <laughs> job. You are doing fantastically. We're so proud of you. You look incredible today. Oh my goodness, you are radiant. Look at your skin. You washed your face last night. Good work. Good on you. That is dedication. You are going to have a great day. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay just quickly though mm. quick question throw at me i guess so far we've been talking about like long-term relationships that turned into exes mm -hmm. what how do you feel about it being if it was like a short-term situationship hookup and staying friends with those people turning like lovers to friends <laughs> friends to <laughs> is that a song <laughs> i feel like it is isn't that if anybody knows that song can you just send us an email how do i feel about that well again i am still friends with some of my situationships and i feel like yeah i don't know i feel like i'm so much better off having them as friends than anything else like it's actually weird to me the concept of kind of our history you know like mm -hmm. it, before we became friends, it's kind of just like, we don't know what happened. Mm. Um, and I think that that's quite nice. And I like, obviously I'm all for that. However, when I turn the tables, I'm not sure how all for that I'm going to be with the other person. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when you have, I think for me, like when you have the trust element there, 
and the communication and all of the other things that you need, it makes it feel more comfortable and you just feel like, okay, like, you know, I can trust that person Mm. unless, you know, we have rules in place, like they're not going to break those rules or they're not going to like do stuff that like we haven't agreed upon and whatever. I'm talking about like open relationships here. Yeah. Um, Hmm. But I, it definitely would be harder to to be in the situation of being the person, like being the current partner of the person that has like, is friends with all of their situationships and exes and everything. So I feel like I'm an absolute cunt. No, I don't think so. I think it's just like, I mean, we're in the human. It's so hard to manage your feelings mm. when you're around these people, when you know like your partner has history with them or... It's, I guess, I mean, it's a good opportunity to like check in and check in with yourself and ask like, why are you insecure about this particular experience or situation? But again, I think it's also on your partner to check in, see if you're okay. Also like give a bit of reassurance and validation that it's an X for a reason. Yeah. Are you friends with any of your situation, with any of your old situationships? I didn't really have any situationships that warranted friendship. So no. Okay. No. But I have been like, I've been on dates with people that I would happily stay friends with, but to the point where I'd like, I don't know, like if I saw them at a party, I'd say a quick hello or anything or something like that. But I just don't feel the need to like. Take it like the take step it further and have like a, an actual friendship. Yeah. Like I just prefer to build my friendships on a friendship basis. Maybe that makes me like a bit lower on the queer scale. <laughs> no, I feel like it's such a queer thing to be, to like be friends with people as after you've slept with them. I feel like it is a queer thing, but it's also not like I have, I, I know quite a lot of people that have like definitely not stayed in contact with people that they've, that they've had something romantically with. Like you're not the only person. So mm-hmm. don't worry, you're valid. Okay. Thanks. Um, See, reassurance. That's all I'm fucking asking for. <laughs> and I'm a friend. Um, <laughs> I feel like we should just clarify here. Like, there's, there was no situation ship. Um, we're not exes. We are just friends. Um, and friends that communicate and validate each other because that's what friends are fucking for. That's what we want. That's all. Yeah, man. Everybody needs some validation at some point. We're sounding very needy in this no, episode. Maybe that's just how we feel. But you know what? It does bring up a lot of insecurities. It does. This is actually, yeah, man. Like I thought that this episode would be hilarious. I just feel like a little bit of a dickhead when I'm thinking about how how many exes I've stayed in contact with and like no, being friends no, with. No, no, no. It doesn't make you an asshole. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I just feel like because I'm also realizing at the same time is that that I really do try to communicate to the best of my ability and I try mm. to like reassure and I try to do all of the things that we've said that mm. are good things mm. um 100% like pat on the back great but I don't know I just I feel like there's quite a lot and I I realize that as I'm like turning the tables and like changing it to the other way maybe I wouldn't feel as comfortable with my partner doing that Mm. it's just a very like this episode is going in a different direction because I thought it would be very light and funny (laughs) and actually I'm starting to realize this is like doing a fucking step four inventory on myself again how do I feel about myself with my exes um it's really I I don't know it's really interesting like I really didn't yeah man there's a lot to think about but like we said at the top, it's really like it doesn't say bad things about you if you stay friends with your exes. 100%. It's like, I'm it's a great a nice, person. a mature thing to do. <laughs> and you are a great person. Thanks for the validation. But it's just that like hanging out with these exes, it, it's like it's just bound to bring up feelings. 100%. Um, on either side, you know, like if there's not the trust there on the one hand of being the the partner of the friend, of the partner with the ex. Mm the trust thing can take a lot out of you as well. The constant mm. worrying, et cetera, et cetera. And also being the partner that is friends with the ex can also mm. take a lot out of you because you're like, Oh my God, 
am I giving enough of this? Am I giving enough of this? Um, mm. You know, all of those kind of things. So, I mean, both sides are equally as valid. It just feel free to, to set boundaries. Yeah. And also like, if you don't have that trust or you're not getting the reassurance that you need, maybe take a step back and think, you know, like, are you getting what you want out of this relationship? Yeah, man. Maybe Break step- up with your girlfriend right now. Is that what we're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's what, to, um, that's what I'm Casey, saying. Like, Casey thinks you should break up with your girlfriend. Yeah. And don't trading, say friends. She's not trading you right. Don't Let say that friends. shit go. Let it go and don't say friends. <laughs> okay, look, moving on to something maybe a little bit more light and fluffy. Yeah. You're on a dating app. Am I? <laughs> Neither you nor I are in this situation at the moment, but hypothetically. Love hypothetics. Hypothetically, you're on a dating app mm-hmm. and you... Do a little bit of um, healthy research. <laughs> you find that person's Instagram, the crush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the new crush's Instagram. Healthy background check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Just red flags here. No red flags whatsoever. But the Instagram account has mm, a few too many photos of the ex. How do you feel about that? I mean, when I think when you're first starting out, if you start to see these things, you can't, like, I think your mind is just going to be like, oh, my God, who is that? Like, depending on what the 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 captions and stuff are but like I wouldn't be that fast right at the beginning I think yeah. it's more when it like took a step for, like we start to fall in love which would be after the first date if we're you know <laughs> um and then I'm not sure if I would even bring it up though hmm. I'm not that confident okay interesting it's weird isn't it yeah interesting confidence Full works of surprises aren't you confidence just works in different ways guys yeah uh how would you feel I mean I guess like it's a record of their past, mm. you know, like I'm not expecting anybody to come to me and pretend that they haven't had experiences previously. For sure. Um, and it's also like, I don't know. I think to me it's not a red flag unless they're like from, I mean, I would check the timestamps. Would you? Of course. If it's like two months ago. Hmm, okay. So fresh. are you over? Yeah. Are you yeah. over them? But if it's like six months ago and then. Yeah, because like I like I personally I didn't do a social media cleanse after I broke up with my ex. Me neither. Like I've still got my wedding photos on my Instagram. And um Have you? I've never seen those. Oh they're quite cute. It was a nice oh wedding. Oh my god, I'm gonna have no layer. Yeah, do a little background. Congratulations. Research. Thank you. <laughs> but I did go on a date with somebody who had like recent photos of her ex and I was like, Oh, okay. All right, so this is a one time just a one time date. Thank you. Oh uh, really? You yeah. really did like it? No, because it was just like, because I checked the timestamps and it's too recent. But did you ask them or like, did they bring up the ex at all on the date? No, but she did tell me some really nice things like whoever hurt you didn't deserve you. And I was like, oh my God, yes, you probably need to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's fine. Like, it's just history. Except for if it's recent. Except for it's recent. What would you consider recent? Two um, months, I think, is actually pretty old you know let them they've got to get out there at some point poor bitches they can't be just stewing in their fucking yeah misery like, you can't post a photo of your girlfriend and then two months later break up with them like why are you posting that photo you're still in love with this person you want maybe to it's the just... other one that cheated or something like that isn't it isn't it well i mean that's a lot of heartbreak to deal with it i don't have time for that shit <laughs> well maybe they're over it maybe they're like this fucking bitch I'm not going to let her ruin my life. I don't oh, but then they'd probably delete the photo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've just solved my mystery. Yeah. Like, I don't well, anyway. Anyway, look, that's just my personal opinion. No, and no, that's fine. Sorry. That's, that's how I feel about Sorry, it. Sorry, I just felt like I'm not going to justify my feelings. <laughs> no, it's just, you're valid. You're valid, thank babe. You, thank yeah. you. Thanks. Look, I'll tell you a story. I'm not going to, I'm not sure if I'll keep it in. But All right, tell me. Okay, so my ex-wife and I we created like a um a couple's Instagram account to have like cute photos of us because we were a binational couple mm. and Australia is very tough when you apply for a partnership visa in Australia you need to give like a full-on ah. like a the dossier is bigger than a French one yeah it's ridiculous huh? they check everything and they check all your history so mm. we kind of like created it um paper trail of our relationship brilliant using social media okay um which is like a private account 
It's just us that follow it. Obviously, nobody's updated it in many years. Um, and it was recently suggested as an account to follow for a current girlfriend. It was also suggested to me, and I saw it. <laughs> and I was like, should I send her a message or what? Um, oh, no. But it was like she told me about it, and she was like, okay, so I didn't really like it, but it's your history. It's obviously yeah. like I know that you've been in this relationship. That's a great thing to keep in. That's pretty insane, huh? <laughs> oh my God, the tables have turned, ladies and gentlemen. But like, it doesn't make me an evil person. It's like, and that's that's the whole point of this conversation as well. Like, it doesn't mean anything bad if you have memories of your ex. Like, everybody goes through a nostalgic moment where sometimes you want to remember like, yeah, we had this really nice time together and we have this photo. Like, 100%. I, I, I totally agree with that and I'm, quite sentimental so I don't really like to delete stuff or like you know like pictures for example from a holiday that you took and you yeah. have pictures of them and it's like oh okay like it was a nice it photo a nice like that was a lovely day yeah is it weird if I keep those I don't think so I don't think so like obviously you like... don't keep the naked ones that's fine yeah I mean delete the naked <laughs> after you after you break up that's just good manners yeah yeah like I mean it's a part of your history it's a part of your story 100%. I think that I think that it is important to to also have those memories there as well because at some point you were really happy like in some of the photos or in some of the particular instances like you were really happy, you know, and mm. and that's a nice thing to remember. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and then in terms of like having that conversation with your girlfriend, if you've like find like if she finds something from your heart past or like vice versa, and somebody's uncomfortable about it like be honest about it like, be honest about it so if they get a bit defensive maybe red flag <laughs> but yeah like, maybe red flag but yeah. it depends it depends on how defensive like if they start throwing plates at you and they're like fuck you that's probably red flag i mean yeah. if they're also like you know like this is how it happened like for example in your story if you were saying mm. like okay like you know it was for this and this and this and it's just like an old account and like mm doesn't necessarily you know it's not like I'm logging on and having a little look at it every day or whatever and reminiscing about the good old days mm. like that it doesn't need to be a red flag you know like mm. that's not like a what's it called like that's not yeah it's not a red flag okay so I think that we've learned how we like to communicate and how we like to deal with our instances our situationships and our situations mm. and I feel like I've learned a lot about you okay all right I'm hoping that you've learned a lot about me as I well. I have learned a lot yeah, about yeah. you. Cool. Thank you yes. for the validation. So we've actually got some listener questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them goes like this. My ex asked me to go on double dates. My ex and her new someone and me and my new someone. Like a double date of like your ex and her girlfriend or her new partner or whatever. And then you and your current girlfriend. Okay. Your Is that... ex or your girlfriend's ex? so your ex your ex is that weird or is it not um hmm a little bit no i look i guess it depends which side would you prefer to be on would you prefer it to be your ex that's asked or her ex i have been on the side of double date with her ex and your girlfriend Mm -hmm. and how did that feel oh look i mean her ex's new girlfriend was quite quite nice (laughs) um potential partner no but good chats good chats great the ex i didn't really vibe with but look not surprising you know i was a bit jealous uncomfortable i'm only human you're valid no worries i didn't enjoy it would not recommend okay um and it wasn't just one dinner um (laughs) I think that says it all. But, you know, like, I did try and communicate about it. Mm-hmm. I did try and be a responsible adult. Okay. Um, and that girlfriend's got my ex, so. Didn't go so work. well. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I think, I think, again, it comes back to, like, in a queer world, this sounds like such a nice idea. You know, everybody stays friends with their exes and we all Yeah, so and nice like, and everyone lives happily ever after. Yeah, like, no dramas. But um, in reality, there's lots of drama. Like, yeah, so many dramas. Um, yeah, and then how would you feel about it? I'd be down. 
Okay. If it was my ex, yeah, I'd be down. Okay. If it was her ex, depends. It depends. It really is. It's so. It really it's such a depend. hard yeah. question to answer because it really depends on like the length of the relationship. How did they break up? For example, mm. like for me, that's quite an important part. Like, why did they break up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. How often do they see each other? Like, what kind of relationship do they have now? Like, how close are they? Yeah. Obviously, if I'm with somebody, it's because I really trust them. Yeah. So in any case, like that should be kind of like the the basis of me being like, okay, cool. Like it would be interesting for me to go on a double date with my current girlfriend's ex-girlfriend and their new girlfriend. Very strange situation, but like, yeah, okay. Like I wouldn't necessarily say that it was weird though. I think no, that I mean, it's it nice. I think that it's nice to stay in, in touch with your exes. Hmm. What about if you go on this double date mm. and you start thinking that your ex's girlfriend is much cooler than you were or you are? Yeah, um, that sounds like a Fletcher song. <laughs> um, Fletcher song's just popping up all over the place. She really knows what's going on. She is like typic, typical no typical yeah typical fucking lesbian mm-hmm. good on her bringing power to the people yeah, um we're learning a lot from her yeah. thank you um i think whew, i think i've actually kind of been in this situation before but it wasn't on a double date it was just like when i met my ex's new girlfriend yeah and i was like oh yeah like she seems really fucking nice. And honestly, I think if I was 100% over that person and like mm. really did not have any romantic feelings at all, I would just be really happy for them. Mm-hmm. And like really happy that they got to meet this new person. Beautiful answer. I don't think that it would always work. But yeah, I, I really do think, I think that like if you're completely over that person, like you really understand and you've put the boundaries mm. and you've had the time to kind of like understand that you don't want that relationship. Mm. You can be like, oh, okay, actually like that person's really, really cool. What if you turned up, you saw your ex's new girlfriend and they were fucking hot? Would you be jealous? Yeah, I think so. Are you like jealous of the ex or jealous of the new girlfriend? Like jealous of the ex, no, because that they get to sleep with them. I'd be jealous of that. I'd be like, fuck, man, like she's not even that great. Like, let me show her. <laughs> I wouldn't, no, because, no, it's already been tapped. I'm not going to tap that after the ex. <laughs> Mate, I'll tap it. No, not interested. I mean, yeah, of course, you want the best for your ex. And <laughs> She's rolling her eyes. You want the best for your... <laughs> of course you want the best for your ex, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting point, actually. Yeah, but I'd also be like, I'd rather you go with someone first because then, then I can be like, well, fuck you, you missed out. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. I looked hot today, you missed out. You're never going to get that. I'm in my lilac fucking... Sorry, I'm in my lavender fucking tuxedo, Texan, <laughs> Texan tuxedo. Yeah, you're fucking missing out. You need some cowboy boots or something. I feel like just with the name of that thing. And they need to have like a little bit of pink in so that they match your hair. Ooh, ooh. Feeling oh, spicy. Spicy. Do you want to do any like final thoughts? Do you feel like your idea of staying friends with your exes has changed? I feel like... I have gotten more of an insight as to how it would be to be on the opposite kind of side because right now I feel like I'm on the side of I'm friends with all of, with a lot of my exes mm. and I feel like if that had like changed and my girlfriend is friends with all of her exes mm. I don't know it just made me really think about it a lot and try to understand exactly what I would want. And if anything, it's made me think about more of like the boundaries that I would put in or the way that I would want to communicate, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really, really important. Mm. Um, what about you? Um, yeah, I guess like for me, I like in this, I think I've learned a lot. Like if you're feeling insecure and 
uncomfortable in situations and that's either you know like talk about it and then maybe validate your own feelings 100 percent. yeah if nobody else is um listening to you do like a little body check how you feeling if you're not feeling good maybe change the situation oh my god that's such a good yeah definitely do that like take a take 10 minutes out of your day or five minutes or two minutes just to be like okay how do i feel about this and like am i comfortable with being put in this situation and am i getting yeah everything that i need from this other person in regards yeah. to this particular situation i think that's a great idea even down to like the party if you don't if you're not having fun at the party go home yeah man never too early to leave a party yeah leave when you want just like walk out don't don't turn around now because you don't want to be there anymore <laughs> You will survive. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> okay, all right. Look. <laughs> Here we are in a situation. You're at a friend, you're at a party. Right. You're single at a party. Yeah. With a group of friends. Exes friends. Exes exes. Love it. Um, and there's a cute girl in the corner. Do you have a pickup line for her? I do. Um and actually, this is such a perfect pickup line <laughs> because I would walk over to the girl in the corner and I say, hey, and I just like point behind me yeah. to the, the group with my exes. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd say, I heard you're good at algebra. Could you replace my ex without asking why? Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? No? Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Smooth. I've done it again. Yeah, so there you are. it would work, right? Yeah, totally. That was pretty good, no? Like that was pointing at my exes at the same time and be like, would you replace my ex? Look at her. Boom. Don't ask why. Powerful stuff. Beautiful. Powerful stuff Incredible. here on Dicalicious. Um, oh my God. That's so valid. And so if you did find it very, very powerful um, and you want to share those thoughts and feelings, uh, you can get in touch with us at dicalicious.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can or... find us on Instagram at Dicalicious underscore podcast. And, and if you really, really want to, we'd never say no to a tiny little five-star review. Oh, I'd love that, babes. Thank Please you. do it. Oh my, oh, my God. Just so that we can kind of help uh, queer women. And the algorithm. And obviously the algorithm, <laughs> you know. And a massive, massive thank you to our producers, Elle and Maria. Yeah, stay strong out there, lesbians. Stay very strong. And um, do you know what? You're valid. Yeah. We love you. You're doing a good job. You look beautiful today. You do look really good. You're setting boundaries. That's great. You're you're healthy. You're emotionally healthy. Trust if you want to leave early, leave early. Trust yourself. This is what we've learned from this episode. You're doing a good job. We'll see you soon. Okay, stay quick. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>